Hi, my name is Prabhat and welcome to our webcast today. And we're talking about an interesting and a topic which is close to my heart and for the future as well. We're talking about sustainable IT. Enterprises estimate that 32% of their cloud spend is actually a waste. Furthermore, 80% of enterprises consider it a challenge to manage their cloud spend and how they utilize their resources. More than 70% of enterprises also feel that they need to have a check on their cloud spend and understand that it is a problem. Sustainability in IT is just not a one-off thing. It's building a culture and a resonance within the organization to start from a cloud end-to-end -end cloud journey. With different analytics and building skills, you need to ensure that the cloud spend is not wasted and you're utilizing the resources correctly. Studies also estimate that the by year the 2025, the technology industry would have taken more than 20% of the total electricity of the world. A lot. That's actually thrice the number that was in the year 2020. A lot of that has to be attributed to the advancing cloud technologies. Data centers. Data centers. Today with me, I have Graham, who is head of our DevOps and very passionate about not just technology, but doing technology the right way. Welcome, Graham. Thank you, Prabhat. You spend a lot of time in sustainability, in technology, and I feel over the last couple of years, uh, technology providers like Amazon, Google, and Microsoft, they're talking a lot about sustainability. Why do you think all of a sudden it has become very crucial, and why is there so much talk about it now? I think there's a few things. I think more and more we're realizing it's the right thing to do yeah yeah um we you know we had we just had a carbon conference in egypt a couple of weeks ago there's a huge focus on reducing our carbon emissions globally we have to do it um i think that's the that's the fundamental thing the driver secondly we will have to start reporting on our carbon emissions more yeah. and more so we're gonna have to report on those emissions and the people with high emissions will be uh sort of vilified by the market if your company produces a lot of emissions, there are going to be a lot of consumers who will avoid your products. Absolutely. And what are the kind of things that you feel organizations can do it from the start, not just as a one-off things and the customers who are already on the journey to cloud? Um, I guess a lot of it is through automation. So putting around guard, implementing automatic guardrails. So I like to use this example of cleaning out your, your loft or your attic. Mm -hmm. You know, we all store all kinds of boxes in our attic. Yeah. And if we move house, we take that opportunity to clean stuff up and throw stuff away. Yeah. But it's only when we move that we do this cleanup. If, if we don't move, it just sits in the loft. So we have to find a way of doing this kind of cleanup on a regular automated basis. Because if we don't do that, it will just sit there. All, all this stuff that we use that we don't necessarily need will just sit there because we're not moving house. We're not doing that manual cleanup process. So we, have, we need to find a way to do this kind of regular automated cleaning up. Perfect. Yeah. I know you and your team have been working with a large financial organization based in London and you've done a lot of work on FinOps with them and FinOps is a very important uh, term in, in the world today. Though it's a, at a macro and a high level uh, idea, but what are the kind of things that uh, we can do through the objective of FinOps? Yeah, so FinOps is a good proxy for carbon. Generally, if you spend less money on IT, 
you are emitting less carbon. Yeah. It's not always the case, but it's generally a good proxy. So by using FinOps, by reducing our costs, we, are, we get the secondary nice effect of reducing our carbon as well. So FinOps is a great tool, as you say, at the macro level. FinOps can help us uh, turn stuff off on evenings and weekends. It can help us right-size our CPU chips and use the most cost-efficient, carbon-efficient CPU chips. It can help us use the right sizes of databases, et cetera, et cetera. So at a macro level, FinOps is a great way of, of helping us save money and saving carbon. Yeah, but yeah. FinOps tells you the things that you probably already know as well. But it doesn't tell you about the waste part of it because waste management is quite critical. Uh, sustainable cloud storage can actually cut out carbon emissions. And I remember your talk about storage is cheap. Years back, everybody yeah. said storage is cheap, keep uploading stuff. Yeah. And now it is all of a sudden a problem as well. Uh, tell me, tell us a little bit more about storage is cheap point that you've been talking about. Sure. So what, fin what FinOps cannot do is tell you, do we actually really need these applications yeah. running? Do we actually need to store this data? Uh, and do we actually need this infrastructure? So um, storage is cheap. You know, a lot of people have talked about this. Essentially, when we moved to the cloud, the cloud hyperscalers made storage cheap. It made it easy to save stuff in, in, in those data centers. But as you've mentioned, data centers, I think uh, last year we're using 3.6% of all carbon emissions came from data centers. And yeah. as you said, we see that growth accelerating as data centers, I think they want to double the number of data centers in the next yeah, three yeah. years. And other sectors in the industry are reducing their emissions. So place, things like transport, those emissions are reducing. So IT footprint will become a larger and larger percentage of our carbon emissions. And a lot of that is in data. So yes, storage is cheap you know, from a monetary point of view, but certainly not from a carbon point of view. And it's very difficult. I mean, we store, you know, we, take, we talk about photos, for yes. example. We take dozens of photos every day, all of us on our cameras, and probably one or 2% of those photos we really care about, and the rest of them we don't care about. But we store them anyway because no one's telling us not to because it's cheap. We don't really have to pay for it. So we store all kinds of unnecessary crap, really. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I read it somewhere that the you know people want to double the size of the global data centers. But I feel more than doubling the size of the data centers, we should half the number of the stuff that we have in there, things with that we actually don't need there. I was speaking to some of our engineers here, and they worked on a project wherein a customer approximately did not need 70 to 80% of the stuff that was running. And it is not only from a FinOps perspective, it's from the waste management perspective. And uh, AWS has come up with something called as a green map, which is a migration acceleration program. And wherein they are asking and working, there a methodology defined where you can start looking at the data from right from when you're exiting the data centers. Do not take it to the cloud in the first place itself because if you take it again, goes back to the attic uh, method philosophy that you know you'll keep storing stuff back back in again. Yeah. But again, I feel uh, reducing waste is, is is critical. Building a culture to not create waste in the first place itself is really important. I know some of our team members and your team especially is working with customers in building the culture of not making the waste in the first place. So I think that's a critical aspect. It's hard. So just picking up on that, mm -hmm. in the virtual world, it's so much harder to visualize or picture the waste. 
if it's physical, if it's rubbish bins, yes. if your rubbish bins are growing and growing and growing in the back of your building or your house, you're finally going to go, we have to do something about yeah. this. But when the day, when it's virtual stuff that's just growing and growing a lot of waste, it's invisible. No one sees it, so we don't think about it. And know? I feel uh, comes back to showing it first is creating a good behavior like the Prius effect talks about in the FinOps Foundation. You see things and it creates a culture of good behavior within the organization Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I think we, we see a strong demand for sustainability, but what do you think are the issues with this? Because there's automation and fears within the organizations. What do you think about the issues with, that come alongside with it? So automation's an interesting one. You know, there's a, especially in the DevOps world where, yes. I, where I live, we're all we're trying to automate everything. We're trying to automate building of software, deploying of software, testing of software, and that's all great. You know, we have this sort of journey of moving from days to minutes or months to minutes, where manual testing used to take days and weeks, and now we can automate it and takes minutes. And similarly with building and deploying software. Now the the unintended consequences of all this automation is that these processes that used to take a day to test something or, or to deploy something, now we do it in minutes, so we do it all the time. Yeah. And so all the outputs of all these automation tools, there's always log files and output files and artifacts, they're being produced on, on, uh, ex at an exponential rate, much, much bigger than they used to be when they were manual. So now all of a sudden we've got you know, megabytes and gigabytes and terabytes yeah. of all this logging and, and, and artifacts. And if we don't have good data retention policies and cleanup policies, this stuff just grows and grows and grows exponentially. So there's, you know, there is there's sort of some hidden nefarious consequences of all this automation that we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And there's fear within the people as well that if you delete a file out of, you know, people will come back to you and ask you where was that file deleted. So you need really good archiving retention policies as well and so on. Yeah, so that, a lot of that is down to labeling and tagging to have really good strategies about how you label and tag the data so you know what stuff is important and what stuff is not important. And also so you can attribute costs. So you understand who should be paying for this data. If we're, have to, if we're storing it for the next 20 years, someone should pay that price of the storage, yeah. both for the carbon and for the money. Um, so yeah, I think labeling and tagging is really important. Yeah, yeah. okay, perfect, thank you. We, we definitely see a urgency in the market to act on this and most customers that I keep talking to, they want uh, consulting partners like us to kind of get them started on this journey because a lot of time customers even don't know what they are actually doing. So at Devo team, we've got two offerings. One is about ESG working backwards methodology, which is asking the customers and drive teams the questions and what are their ESG goals and working on that. Second one, uh, Devo team in Denmark has done a lot of work on uh, sustainability as, a, as, a, as an offering and especially around the carbon footprint uh, track emissions that they have done for different customers. We're bringing things around green ops, for example, mm -hmm. and some of our colleagues have done really good work in this. And in case uh, you'd like to know a little bit more about that, feel free to reach out. And I think we've got some demo environments that we can actually show to the customers. But this is quite an important and topic to close to my heart because this is just not for today. This is not just doing IT right. This is more about the future as well. And I think really important for our future generations to think right. But thank you so much, Mugram, for thank you for taking time and speaking with me today. Thank my, you so much. My pleasure for that. Thank it's you. It's been good. Thank you very much.